0: Hello, and welcome to Outnumber the Podcast. I'm Bonnie. And I'm Audrey. And we're moms to
1: a combined total of 16 kids, with two more on the way.
0: Yes, we know that sounds insane, and it usually is. But we're here to share the tips that help us keep our sanity and to share inspiring thoughts that help us get through each crazy day.
1: Uninterrupted conversation is foreign to us, <laughs> but we'll try. And we invite you to join us on our journey as we find joy in the chaos of motherhood. Hello and welcome to Outnumbered the Podcast. We're on episode 11. And I'd like to start today by introducing you to a superwoman, a lady who does the laundry for 10 people every single day. This is my co-host,
0: Bonnie. Bonnie. <laughs> that's a good one (laughs) hey it takes it takes a superwoman to know one I will give you credit for that as well Um, Um, yeah it's funny a lot of people that's one of the first things a lot of people bring up when they hear about our big family is laundry you do laundry for that many people (laughs) uh, and it totally it can it can totally seem like an overwhelming job especially if we get behind we go on vacation I come back and I'm like well I'm just going to drive in this laundry (laughs) and they'll find my body in a week (laughs) Sunday Laundry is always the big, or Monday laundry is always the biggest because
1: Sunday I don't do laundry. So Monday laundry is like twice as big. Yeah, because you took a day
0: off. (laughs) Way to go. Uh, So today we've got a whole
1: laundry list. We're going to cover everything related to laundry and things we've done. (laughs) (laughs) Things we've done to reduce the time we spend in the laundry room. How to unhook yourself from that ball and chain called, known as the washing machine and dryer. <laughs> That's no, right. After That's the, right. We're going to start with this week's humor segment.
0: Okay. So today's is actually mildly laundry related. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready for it? Okay. This uh, insane mom moment comes from Rena on Instagram. And she said, yesterday, my kids did something I did not expect. And I have five boys. <laughs> Need I say more? Well, They took turns peeing in the super soaker water gun and shooting each other with it. (laughs) Oh, no. She says, seriously, how do they think of these things? It was so gross. I always try and look for the positive, so I was just happy they did it
1: outside. (laughs)
0: A good attitude.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. I think that would have taken me quite a while to find the positive in that situation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, good for her, right? oh, man. oh, yeah. Good time. So she's got some laundry on her hands now, apparently.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Are you ready to air our dirty laundry? <laughs>
1: yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay. So... Before you ever get started with laundry, there's some pre-laundry decisions you can make uh, before to make laundry easier before you ever get to the laundry room.
0: Yeah, that's right. And it took me a long time to figure this out. I just thought, well, we bought clothes and we wore them and then we washed them. But as the family grew, I realized well, some things have to change or I'm going to be washing forever. Yeah. <laughs> Um, one of my tips for these pre-laundry uh, decisions is that I'm pretty a, a pretty big stickler about what goes into the laundry basket. So I'm kind of uh, this little hawk <laughs> that goes into people's bedrooms. Sometimes it's like I found a
1: clean pair of pants in the laundry. What are these doing in here? You know, my favorite is finding a folded shirt in the laundry. Oh uh.
0: <laughs> the, <worst. laughs> the worst the worst my mom said one time she went in to check on my brother's room and he was notoriously messy and there's a big pile of clothes and as she starts cleaning them up off the floor she finds an entire folded (laughs) stack on the floor from the week before and she's like oh you are dead child (laughs) um so and we've we've come up with a couple of rules for this so all my kids know we wear more we wear pants more than once unless you've rolled in mud in them or had an accident then we wear pants more than once but we don't wear underwear more than (laughs) once underwear or a one-time gig (laughs) It's a a surprise sometimes these children, right? But these are, you know, basic (laughs) principles that we adults live our lives by. They need to be explained Uh, um, to children. I (laughs) know, and it's surprising how
1: old of a child sometimes you have to explain that change your underwear every day rule too.
0: Yes, yes. One time I told my oldest, oh gosh, he was probably eight, old enough to know better. And he said something like, my feet itch. And I'm like, uh, have you been changing your socks every day? And he said... Every day? (laughs) (laughs) I said, yes, son, you have to change socks and underwear every day. Well... Oh, I don't think you told me that. And I said, "Well, if you don't, you can get you know like germs and bugs living in your." You know, I'm trying to explain yeah. this to a child, and he's like, "Well, I didn't know the I didn't know the consequences <laughs> of that rule." I'm like, "Yeah, they're gross. Just oh, change them." God. And then there's kids where
1: they go through the stage. Uh, I've had kids go through both these stages, where um, the kids they hit this stage where they change their clothes. This is a little girl thing for us, eight times a day. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, and you'll ask, why did you change to this other shirt? The other one, you know, you had on wasn't dirty. Oh, well, you know, I got a spot of water on it or I just like this one better. Or, you know, with some dumb
0: excuse. And they really just yes. want to, I don't know, <laughs> practice getting dressed and undressed. Yes. My three-year-old is like that right now. <laughs> and if she can't stand any water on her at all, if she gets a speck of water on her, it's, I have to change my shirt. I said, it'll dry. No, 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 no. I have to change I have it. had two oh, like that. Okay. Absolutely.
1: Will not tolerate one drop of water on their clothes. <laughs>
0: So then I just hang it back up. (laughs) you could wear it tomorrow. Uh, I'm not washing that. And I don't know if
1: any of your kids have gone through this stage, but my two little boys right now are in a stage where I don't even know why they have more than one shirt and one pair of pants in their drawer because they wear the same camo shirt and camo pants Every single day,
0: <laughs> day in, <laughs> out. do you pretend you can't see yeah. them all the time? That would be my favorite joke. <laughs> um, yeah. And that makes it a little difficult to wash, especially if yeah. they're stinky boys. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. So one thing
1: you can do, um, is one thing we have done that's helped is, um, because I do laundry every day, uh, we kind of do capsule wardrobes, especially for the youngest kids who, um, sometimes have trouble matching like colors or they wear, you know, stripes and dots at the same time or whatever. So if you get them, um, just a little capsule wardrobe where everything matches and, um, then they have less clothes to be laundered, but they also um, have. I mean, they don't look like a clown everywhere they go. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. I like that idea. And actually for those younger kids, it's usually pretty pretty easy to find um, like a store-bought collection that works yeah. like that. You know, you can go to Target or Walmart or something. They've, they have a colorway that they're using that season, just yeah. buy all their clothes like that. And they all <laughs> mix and match. Yeah. I used to be pretty picky about each kid having their own specific set of clothes. But as we got more clothes um, and kids, as they get older, they don't change. They don't grow quite as much in between right. each size. I much prefer to let my kids who are close in age share clothes as much as possible until they stop liking that, which is about (laughs) seven or eight for the girls and maybe a little later for the boys. Um, Just because it's it's a lot easier. Like my twins, I've noticed, um, I do a lot less laundry and, um, you know, just because they can mix and match – more things, even though they have, you know, more than just one actual person, obviously. But, um, and then I've learned also over the years that sometimes I, I make myself kind of crazy because I don't want a lot of clothes around, but then I find myself having to launder each kid's stuff twice a week or something. And I, I really dislike that. I'd rather do a big load less often. So that for me personally, I've actually defaulted to the side of buying more underwear and socks and like the the shirts that they're changing every single day, just so that I don't have to do laundry quite as often, even though it means a bigger load at the end. Right. right. Everybody
1: has to figure out what works best for their, their family and their situation.
0: Right. Right. And it depends on what your kids are doing every day too. So like our kids are homeschooled. So guess what? They yeah. can look homeless most <laughs> they can days. They wear their pajamas if they want to. <laughs> yeah. But if your kids are go to school or if they have a, a uniform, you know, obviously your laundry system has to right. look a little bit different to accommodate right. for that. We
1: have specific clothes for specific activities. So in the morning, my kids put on their chore clothes and they go outside and they do the animal chores and they come in, you know, with chicken poop on their pants or whatever, and they go change. And then Those clothes get washed pretty often, but then the clothes that they choose to wear the rest of the day, you know, those could be hung up and worn again if, if they didn't get them dirty or spill on them or have an accident or something. Yeah. Right. And, and then we do the same thing like for good clothes too, for, for church. Those um, clothes that, you know, they're specific. They can't wear those to go outside and play and wrestle and get grass stains on. You know, those are specifically for, so that, (laughs) so that those clothes stay nice longer and that helps with the yeah. laundry.
0: Yeah, that's funny you bring that up because when in my house growing up, my mom wouldn't let us change out of our church clothes on Sunday because she claimed that it made us uh, stay a little bit more reverent and Sunday-like if we were in a dress all <laughs> right. day, you know, that we would be less likely to go outside and play football. But then she had to wash the clothes yeah. every time. So I'm like, mm, I'm, I'm not willing to do that. I let my kids change as soon as they're home. And then it's like, good, you can wear yeah. that dress next yeah, week. that good. Up. Good. I don't have
1: to iron it again next week. <laughs>
0: Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Okay, um, another tip for these pre laundry decisions is to buy clothes and colors that need less care or fewer laundering. Uh, sessions or less ironing. I have become an ironing hater. I used to iron a ton when um, (laughs) we were first married and uh, I just hate it. If I'm not sewing, I'm not ironing. (laughs) So I usually, you know, so my husband's church shirts are the, you know, we spend a little bit more to get the kind that just don't wrinkle and I pull them out of the dryer and hang them right up because I just... You know, because those are things that are just not worth my time. Um, you know, and and sturdier clothes. Like, so your kid, if your kid gets a a really you know frilly little tutu that she loves to wear over and over, chances are good it's not going to hold up to a yes. lot of laundering. And especially if it's something she likes to wear all the time. So, you know, I like corduroy, I like jeans, I like these things that are gonna that are gonna hold up and probably. Uh, keep from staining a little bit better than the things that uh, are Right, furry.
1: right. If you're going to buy your kid white clothes, also buy bleach, right? Amen. Yeah. <laughs> so right. My, my solution on ironing is I teach my girls how to iron their brother's clothes there and their brother's clothes. And then I uh, teach my boys how to iron their clothes too. <laughs> or at least shortcut Good. ironing. Like, um, you know, if you're putting on a, a button up shirt for, um, church and we're in a hurry. Then you say, "Okay, see this bucket pl- button placket right here in the middle? You don't have to iron the whole shirt. Just iron that button placket right down the middle, and it'll be
0: right, right, <laughs> look yeah. and you know." Since I've quit most of my ironing, my favorite tip is just a spray bottle of water. And this doesn't always work. Like it works really well for us because we live in Phoenix and it's really dry <laughs> all the time and hot. So things dry really, really fast. Um, but if I pull something out and it's been left in the laundry basket or they, they need to get dressed in the next half hour and it's really, really wrinkled, I just spritz it down really good and stick it on a hanger outside <laughs> and it dries quick and they throw it on. I mean, that is like my solution every time. Or, I, you know, stuff just languishes in the laundry basket sometime. I'll pull it out, spritz it down and stick in their closet and by the time it's time to wear it it's it's all quote unquote" yeah.
1: iron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely and then there's also frequency at which you want to wash say bedding or towels like here we always use our towels twice um at, you know at least twice because you're drying off a clean body right so you don't have to throw it in the laundry right. anyway. and then just like you were saying um so we wear our good clothes twice, but kind of to keep track of if you've worn it once already or not. Instead of hanging it like yeah, backwards, yeah, you right? hang your hanger backwards, yeah, yeah I so you that you mm-hmm. know which ones have been worn already once and which haven't. Or you can instead of hanging it, you know, over the shoulders of the hanger, you can just hang it over the bar part of the hanger, just a little bit different. Oh, yeah, that's smart. so you know. If it's been worn once or twice.
0: (laughs) Well, my kids like to wear the same thing over and over to church. And I like them to have a little (laughs) bit of variety just because I'm picky like that. So oftentimes when they're done and if once it's been washed or if it's still clean, I'll hang it up and then I'll make sure they stick it in to the far right or far left oh, of the closet. Yeah. And then I say you pull your clothes from the far, you know, whatever the opposite is of yeah. wanting to hang it up. So I'm guaranteed at least three or four Sundays before <laughs> they wear the same thing again. <laughs> Until they wise up and then they just yeah. pick the same thing. Again.
1: Yeah. I have one I have one kid <laughs> who likes to wear the same thing every single week. And I'm like, don't you think people are going to start remembering <laughs> that you've worn that same outfit for two months.
0: <laughs> he doesn't nah. care. He'll just get picked out of a crowd. They'll yeah. always know it's him
1: <laughs> in that shirt.
0: <laughs> okay. So moving on from the pre-laundry decision We can talk about age-appropriate kid responsibilities because if you've got kids, they should be helping with laundry, right? This has been something that's been difficult for me because I am a little bit... (sighs) It's a nice way of saying it. <laughs> I'm a little type A and laundry is one of those things, especially if there's handmade things in there or if there's things that I've spent money on. Um, cause I just clothes are one of my passions. I just love cute clothes and I love making them. And so putting nice clothes in my kids' hands, I'm like, Oh, yeah. don't ruin this. Oh, <laughs> don't dry that. You know? So, so I do try to keep our, our clothes as, as low maintenance as possible, but we do want to talk specifically about the ages that uh, are appropriate for each of these tasks so that you can get kids helping out by the time they're teens, because sadly, if you wait till they're 11 or 12 and capable to ask them to help, chances are they're not going to be be used to it and they're not going to help. Exactly. So starting off with the, with the youngest of ages, um, so about ages one to five, those are all capable of putting away laundry. So obviously your one and your two-year-old are going to make a bit of a mess if you give them a folded shirt. But if you, you know, guide their hands and say, here, this is how we put the shirt in, they get so excited. And they love to do it. Um, and your five year old is definitely capable of taking those clothes and nicely putting oh, yeah, them in the definitely. drawer. Oh definitely.
1: That reminds me of one of my favorite Calvin and Hobbes comics. We'll have to put a picture of it in the show notes. <laughs> it's where he's um, holding up a shirt and criticizing his mom. Why didn't you? Why didn't you iron this shirt? And why is my underwolf folded this way and not that way? And then the last, you know, he's criticizing his mom. And then the last frame, he's just taking an entire pile and just stuffing it into a drawer. <laughs>
0: good for his mom oh you think you can do it for my son here you go
1: Uh, so from ages six to about 10 they can gather the laundry and get it all to the laundry room so it can be washed and then they can fold all the laundry like I mentioned in our episode three it was when we talked about chores and kids my kids fold all the laundry and it's not pretty and sometimes I could do it faster myself but they like to listen to audiobooks and fold laundry and then as well as you know they put their laundry away and maybe help their younger siblings get their laundry in the drawers a little nicer.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah. And you know, um, the interesting thing about gathering the laundry and getting it to the laundry room, one thing that I found is there's a really, one of the most important lessons we teach our kids is is cause and effect, right? The consequences right. of our actions. And um, I've noticed is how hard it is for kids to understand that when the clothes are dirty, they must come out of your room, get washed, and then be returned in order to be clean, right? So like my one of my seven-year-olds has a real hard time with this. She comes in and she's like, I need more underwear. And I'm like, okay, well, what does your laundry basket look like? It's full. <laughs> okay. So we can logically conclude that, you know, but her solution is let's just buy more. And so I think... Giving her the responsibility of gathering it and getting it to the laundry room helps her make that connection. You know, and it seems silly to an adult, but she needs to make the connection. Then I put it dirty in this basket. It needs to be washed. So let's get it to where it needs to go. Yes. You know, then hopefully in another couple of years, she can take care of it oh, herself. Oh, yes. And <laughs> then there's the kid
1: who throws their things across the room at the laundry basket and doesn't get it in. So if I'm, if I'm the one gathering the laundry, especially especially, you know, like when I'm pregnant, I'm like, I can't crawl around on the floor and pick up all your laundry that you missed. I'm only going to wash what's in the laundry basket. (laughs) Good for
0: you. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Uh, well, oh, you don't have any underwear? Oh, look, there's seven <laughs> pairs on the floor of the bathroom. <laughs> I can't tell if it's clean or if it's
1: dirty on the floor. Well, sniff it, kid. Uh, I'm not doing that for you.
0: the underwear, we're going to default to dirty. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so moving on to ages 11 to about 15, this is where they really get helpful. And they can totally start their own laundry and switch loads. Um, this is a very simple task. And especially if you're out running errands, you can say, guess what? You are on Laundry duty. And it can be as simple as just moving one load from the washer to the dryer and throwing in the new load. Um, A few tips for this when you start getting kids to to wash their own is to make sure they know what <laughs> clothes should look yeah. like when they go in the washer. So that they shouldn't look like a pair of pants bunched in a ball <laughs> with underwear stuffed yes. in there. You know, they shouldn't. And there are certain things that are a little bit better to wash inside out versus, you know, right side out. And so, and, and that also then translates into how they treat their clothes in their room. So the kids that load the washer know to not pull their pants and their underwear off in one <laughs> oh. big heat because they're going to just have to pull it back. Exactly. <laughs> That, that drives me, oh, me crazy. Too. You know? Me too. And the legs are inside out. So you
1: can't even like shake the underwear out. You know, to- <laughs> I know you. Never touch
0: them. <laughs> oh, you touch them. <laughs> I remember sitting down with
1: my oldest three when they were in the 11 to 15 year old age. And they we had gotten a new washing machine, and their excuse was that they didn't know how to run it, so they couldn't start the laundry, mom. And so
0: <laughs> that's an easy solution. <laughs> so I
1: drew this big diagram. We have this great big chalkboard in our homeschool room, and I drew this big diagram. I said, All right, listen up, there's three variables on a washing machine the water temperature, the um, length of the cycle and the amount of dirtiness. So basically any washing machine you can run from this point out because you just pick those three things. Water temperature. <laughs> yeah. And,
0: yeah. Smart. And then they I'm mm-hmm. like, OK, now go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Because there are things that, you know, you just do um kind of mindlessly because you're, you know, for example, I haven't, I haven't run a washing machine load on anything less than extra large in probably five <laughs> years, but that's something that, you know, they need to know that, oh, when we wash the whites that I always turn it to hot, don't forget to turn it yeah. back to cold or warm or whatever. Yeah. So that's yeah, another that's a thing good tip. you have to
1: teach them too. And I've seen lots of nice helpful principles on the internet that you can hang like in your laundry room where you teach them about sorting or what kind of clothes get washed together. You know, you don't wash your white Sunday shirt with your blue jeans or, you know, that's sort of thing.
0: Yeah. 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 In fact, on that note, just a quick question for you are, how picky do you guys get on your sorting? Are you pretty good at sorting colors or do you get kind of, you know, oh, yeah, about that? I, I usually do. Okay. So I do like three to four
1: loads a day. And one is, um, whites, which includes things that need to be washed on hot. So underwears and towels and then colors. Um, and so that's like, Unless it's a really huge load, like Monday, I might have two loads of colors, a light color and a dark color, and that those are washed on cold. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the last load is jeans because we wash those, you know, they bleed their entire life. So you don't wash those with anything else. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then some days I might have an extra
1: load of towels or bedding or something.
0: Yeah. One of, one of the, and I should have included this in the pre-laundry decisions, but one of the things that I've changed in in past years is I just don't buy light things for my little kids anymore. Like if it's not a dark color, I'm like, "Eh, pass, it's an adorable (laughs) shirt, but it's going to get cleaned in five seconds. Or, you know, bleed on something because I've gotten a lot less picky about how we sort as well. So I do try to keep jeans kind of on their own and always whites. But other than that, I just kind of, you know, and and they're kids clothes that I usually buy for cheap. So um, if it's not handmade or something that I really love, (laughs) (laughs) I'm a lot Uh less picky. And I've also found that, and we'll talk about our favorite tools later on, but I've also found that OxyClean gets out um, dye run. So if you have dye transfer... You can soak okay. it in oxygen. It, it very often gets it out. So <laughs> I have, I have solve my problems we that way. We both have a
1: bunch of recommendations for the end, so stick around till then. <laughs> and then, age yeah. sixteen plus, they can do their own laundry, and and you can like give them a responsibility for all the laundry, so they can do everybody's laundry too. Um, at our house, I actually don't have my uh, teenagers do their own laundry because it's just too much, too complicated. I have too many teenagers, and somebody's stuff is sitting in the washing machine for you know four hours, and nobody right. else can get their stuff in. So we we do it together. But they can take, you know, the week where they're like the, the manager or the supervisor of laundry for that week or whatever. But if you have... Yeah, if I like you have that. a better setup than we do or less teenagers or something they
0: they can do their own laundry. Yeah, or if you have uh, two sets of washers and dryers, which I really uh, wish we did, but we don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that leads us into possible laundry scenarios. So there are, you know, as many different laundry setups as there are yes, households exactly. in the world really. Yeah. But uh, we're going to share a couple of our favorites and and possible ones especially for larger families or um just frustrating laundry rooms right. <laughs> that could maybe lend some success to your to your situation So um, a friend of mine who also has uh, eight kids she um, in her last house had a family laundry room so that meant, all the clothes were stored in this big gigantic room. It was like a, it was like an extra like a spare bedroom, nice. it was really big. So she had her washer and dryer in there. The kids came in, changed there, left their dirty clothes there and then got dressed in there. So the boys would have a turn, the girls would have a turn, and then there were never any clothes in the rooms and they never had to take them anywhere to put them away and I thought that was pretty dandy. Yeah. So yeah. If you're building a house or you have all the space in the world, do that. That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um what we've started using in this current house cuz we have a little extra space um, in our laundry room is by no means large but um we've started so I keep empty baskets for each kid um on a rack and they actually it's a, it's a half a basket per kid because don't have that much space. <laughs> but um, that's where the clothes go. So when they bring in their dirty laundry basket, ideally, every kid who shares a room would keep their clothes together in one basket. But that's not always realistic because I have a baby who poops her pants and we throw that in with something <laughs> or uh, somebody jumped in the mud and we throw that in with it. You know, right. so things are always getting mixed up. When they do get mixed up, I pull it out of the dryer and immediately sort it into each of these baskets. So then if the kids are desperate and saying, why don't I have any underwear in my room? I say, well, look at your clean basket. Is it full? Oh, yeah, it is. Okay, time to go put it away. (laughs) So the downside to that is that it doesn't get folded immediately, but it has become so much easier for me at this stage of life to not immediately fold a load. I just sort it and then my job is done. And then if they want their clothes folded and put away, then they know where (laughs) where to get them.
1: Okay, so one, one way that we've done it in the past, in one of our past houses, was um, we actually only had top and bottom stacking uh, washer and dryer. And my husband um, had worked for a company in the past that actually, um, <laughs> he knew the dark, dirty side and those were actually a fire hazard. So he's like, we are not using these at all. Yeah. <laughs> so what I would do in that situation, this was back when we just had one kids, but one day of the week would be laundry day. And we'd go take everything to the laundromat and get it all, you know, they have like six, eight washing machines. So you can get everything done in an hour, an hour and a half. And you yeah. don't spend, I mean, I spend way more than an hour, an hour and a half. So, so it's kind of an attractive yeah. thing to think about. Like, um, you know, maybe you have a laundromat nearby, and that's the best solution.
0: Yeah, I wonder if we can get access to those massive <laughs> machines, the industrial machines, yeah. definitely. Yeah, do, do I have to just create an LLC and say I'm a laundromat? <laughs> We have (laughs) Uh,
1: What we do right now is we do several loads every single day. So that works best for us. And we can keep fewer amounts of clothes for our kids, like the capsule wardrobes, because we do laundry every day. Um, The way my mom did it was she she had laundry in her house, but she did laundry on Saturday. Saturday was her laundry day. So she spent like, you know, most of the day Saturday doing laundry, but she didn't do laundry any other day of the week, no matter what.
0: Right. Oh, that's interesting. See, I've tried that in the past, but I think we passed that about three kids ago. I I'd say the most people I know with four kids or fewer can usually get most of it done in a day, but once you hit. Probably about that five kid mark. I think yeah. it's all hey. over, <laughs> especially if they're yes. bigger. That's exactly know? right.
1: My mom had four kids, so that was her.
0: <laughs> yeah, their kids take up more space. Yeah. Um, so as far as our our system goes, um, we we are pretty similar to you. Two or three loads, um, and then sometimes I like to keep things moving in there. You know, just kind of a constant yeah, little bit of effort here and there because it doesn't take that much effort if you have a washer and dryer. Um, But I've also noticed that then I get burned out and I'll take like two days off and not even realize (laughs) it (laughs) until all of a sudden I'm thinking, oh shoot, we got to, you know, so that's kind of how I roll. I'm not quite as consistent, but I do have, you know, my, my high days and my low days. Oh, I have to walk right past my laundry room
1: to get to my bedroom in the morning. Like it's yeah. So it's like, I can't just ignore it because I have to walk past it every day.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I've also wondered, um, what the best, uh, schedule is for getting things washed in a timely manner without everybody running out of underwear or towels and that sort of thing. And so I've come up with a couple of different schedules. At first I had a different type of laundry that we were doing each day. So, you know, Monday was, um, all the dark clothes from the master bedroom, and um, then Tuesday was the light clothes on the whites, yes, and then, you know that, yeah. that sort of thing. And then Wednesday was all the girls' clothes. Thursday, but then I started realizing that we didn't quite need laundry done ev- exactly every seven days. It was more like every okay. ten days. So instead, my schedule now looks like I just wrote it on a piece of paper and slapped it up on the wall. In there, it looks like um, instead of a day of the week, it's just an okay. order. So you know, let's say I I did my jeans and dark things yesterday. Then today means I'm on whites, and tomorrow means it'll be towels. Oh, and then cool. you know, so I have this order that that nothing gets me- yeah, missed. Like one of my notoriously bad things to remember is washing sheets. <laughs> I remember to wash my own because I sleep in them, but the kids, if they don't have an accident, I'm like, Oh my God, go. we got to make them strip their beds. And then it's always a fight to get them to, to yes. put them back on, but it's on the schedule. Today's the day we got to yeah. do it guys. Sorry. So that's just kind of what's worked yeah. for us lately.
1: Okay. Let's go on to la- our favorite laundry tips to help make laundry, not such a chore.
0: Yeah. So I think I mentioned already, you know, we have a lot of little kids still that, that mess their clothes up very often, you know, they have a potty accident or they spill something on themselves. So if something is stained or stinky, which most pajamas are, if they've wet the diaper all night long, you know, I just strip it off and put it right on top of the washing machine. Cause I find if I put it in the basket, then, you know, it'll go be another week and stink up the room or whatever. Um, and and then the stained stuff can get pre-treated right then and go into whatever the next load is that we're putting in. Um, and then uh, I mentioned the clean sorting baskets that we use, and um, I usually have some hangers in the wash in the laundry room to air dry, yes. you know, some delicates or church clothes that I don't necessarily want to throw in the dryer. And always
1: have something always. going. That's yeah. the other tip. Always, always have something yeah. on. Uh, I think um, I heard you say one time that if your house was on fire, you would say, "Oh, wait a minute, I got to switch one last load of laundry." <laughs> That's, That's how right. we feel anytime we're going somewhere doing something, you know, everybody's standing around waiting for dinner, you know, to be served. And I'm like, hang on, I'm switching laundry. I'll be, I'll be right down. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll do it now. we'll yeah. get done for two hours. So um,
1: exactly. One of my tips that helped me a lot when I was kind of getting this laundry monster thing figured out was if I take the clothes right out of the dryer and put them on top of the washing machine, you don't ever get more than one load behind. Like you see people, yeah, you see people post pictures oh, smart. with this like mm-hmm. mountain of laundry on their bed or on their couch, and they're like, "Well, I'm going to watch our television for two hours and fold laundry." Well, I. I get overwhelmed if I'm ever more than one, one load behind. So if you just take it out, put it on top of your washing machine, mm-hmm. then you can't take the clothes out of the washing machine and get anything else dry until that's folded.
0: <laughs> you know,
1: smart. Another thing smart. Um, that's, really that's been helpful is to have a laundry catch-up day. So um, I don't do it on specific things, specific days like, like you do. So I do feel like I get behind on, say, sheets and blankets and things. So once a week or once a month, we'll have a laundry catch-up day where we just focus on Everything laundry that <laughs> that day, and then um, one one mom yeah, I read she um, like clipped a timer to her so when she would start a load, she would set the timer to go off when that load was done so that no matter where she was, you know it wouldn't be like two hours later and oh it's supposed to be loaded yeah <laughs> yeah smart. Yeah. Um, Another thing to help pass the time is my my kids fold or I like to listen to podcasts while folding laundry if it happens to be my turn in the laundry room.
0: Yeah. Maybe some of you are folding laundry right now. Good for you. (laughs) Woohoo. Solidarity sisters.
1: (laughs) Uh, One thing, uh, one big tip, um, and I don't know if I can stress this enough, is take care of your equipment. <laughs> so, you know, I say I do four loads of laundry a day and I know families that do like four loads of laundry a week. So my machine is getting what, seven times more use than <laughs> other machines. So take good yeah. care of your mm-hmm. machines. And that starts by um, cleaning out the pockets really good so that uh, I we ruined one washing machine because a Swiss army knife went through it and it... T- <laughs>
0: Oh, I just washed a Swiss Army knife the other day. Thankfully everything was okay. It was my husband's too and I was like, "What is that? Oh, and this one didn't going on this one didn't there. come
1: through okay." Knife it broke apart in into all the million little pieces and went down in the motor and oh, yeah. No. And it was a very oh, expensive no. Swiss Army knife. Oh, that's
0: awful. Oh. <laughs> because it was the oh, price oh, of a new oh, washing oh, machine. Seriously. Yeah. 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 So just kind of off topic real quick, what kind of washing machine and dryer do you have? I'm just um, curious. Do <laughs> yes, you know what brand it is? Are they, are, uh, they front, are they front loading or top? We just got
1: new ones because this Swiss Army incident wasn't too long ago. I think they're Maytag. I got a top-loading washing machine this time, and my husband thought we should try with the agitator in the middle. Um, they're they're starting to make them again with the agitator in the middle because uh-huh. he feels like with these high-efficiency machines they put less water in, and so the clothes kind of don't get as clean. So with the agitator in the middle again, so we're trying it. I, I haven't oh. noticed the difference, but I think maybe he he does or he has. I'll have to so. ask him actually on that.
0: Yeah. Well, we right when the what right when the front-loading craze came out, I don't know eight years ago, something like that. Um, we didn't have money to replace ours. And so I just was kind of like, all right, I won't have the fanciest kind or whatever. And then, and then all of my friends started saying, you know, these washing machines kind of stink. And I don't know if they've solved that yet, but so I never, so I never did go that way. Um, when we replaced our last washing machine, we got a, um, speed queen. I only remember that because my dad told me, <laughs> I don't know how my dad knows these things, he just does. He told me that that, oh, that was cool. like the brand that a lot of laundromats use. So we ended up replacing our dryer like that too. And and the thing has been a workhorse. It's pretty great. They say with a family as big as ours that it's not uncommon to go through a washing machine in like five years, but this yeah. thing's supposed to last 20. So fingers crossed because it, it's doing its job. That's for sure.
1: Okay. That's another tip I have is we rarely buy the extended warranty on things, except the washing machine and dryer because ours is not going to last five years.
0: We just use it way too much. Right. That's really smart. Yeah. Yeah. I also buy the protection plan on my phone because my children touch it, but other than that, I don't buy warranties either. (laughs) Somebody's going to drop it and break it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Another thought is um, my husband, for years, we've been wanting to buy an industrial washing machine and dryer, Um, like even a used one because like they're made to do so much more laundry. So we've been keeping our eye out and hopefully someday we're going to get an industrial Ooh, that's Washing a machine idea. and dryer. Yeah, we might have to do the same.
0: Okay, so we're going to move on to each of our own dream laundry setups. So I know all of you have thought of this. If, you've, if you've been on Pinterest for five seconds, you've thought of what your dream laundry <laughs> yeah. room looks like. Are you guys ready for mine? Yeah, let's hear it, Bonnie. It's gigantic, of course. And there's two sets of washers and dryers. And of course. the laundry. there are laundry chutes from every room. And when they come down, they deposit the, the laundry in specific baskets, so I know, you know, this is, oh, this is <laughs> Juliet's, and this is Toby's, or whatever, and then... Yeah. Um- and the clothes never get mixed up because they always just throw them down there. You know, so clearly this is dreamland. Right. My kids are supposed yeah, to be doing what they're doing. They never get mixed up and they fold themselves while we're dreaming. Oh. So <laughs> perfect. perfect. <laughs> but, but on that note, I did, ha- did want to share that laundry is one of those things that I've definitely had to lower my expectations on. You know, like yes. I said, I'm kind of type A when it comes to those things. And early on, if everything was not washed impeccably and folded and put away perfectly, that it stressed me out. And now I'm like, it's not that important. It's really not. If my kids are wearing clean, relatively socially appropriate clothes, I'm going to call it a win. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So what's yours, Audrey?
1: My dream laundry setup is a lot like you were describing your friends, um, where all the clothes are in the same place. We were calling it the family closet, but the family laundry room. room. Yeah. So all the clothes, basically, if they're not on your body, they're in the laundry room. So they don't have to be. Yeah, I love it. (laughs) They don't have. Yeah. They don't have to be gathered or sorted. And then you only have like kitchen towels and bathroom towels to go track down and get into the laundry room. I
0: love it. So smart.
1: Yeah, of course, mine has two sets of washing machines and dryers, uh, uh, of course. And um, I like in the summer um, to line dry my clothes, so, some of my clothes. So it has a, a nice big walkout, um, French doors where you walk out and there's a nice sturdy patio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right outside. And then there's a maid to do the laundry too, because, you know.
0: <laughs> Your dream looks a lot like mine.
1: (laughs) Maybe someday we won't be doing, we won't be chained to the washing machine all day. Maybe,
0: maybe (laughs) we'll see. Okay. So we're going to wrap up with our favorite laundry product recommendations. So, um, like I mentioned before, the OxyClean powder is fantastic. I know they sell it at Costco and lots of places. We get the big giant box at Costco. Um, and the reason I like it is I always throw it in with the whites. It just brightens everything without damaging fabrics like, uh, straight bleach does. And like I said, it is amazing for, um, soaking stains and also, uh, dye transfer. So I've thrown in, especially like since we sew, I, you know, throw in new fabric and sometimes make the mistake of doing more than one colorful print at a time or something. And if you soak it in a tub of OxyClean, it will take out quite a few, different kinds of dye transfer. So that's pretty awesome. My favorite laundry soap is nothing fancy. It's just Costco's, um, dye free. I think it's their environmentally friendly version because it's cheap and it, uh, it works. That's all I got to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) And then the other thing is, you know, anytime you are confronted with a a laundry dilemma, just Google a hack. I have found so many great tips. Um, for example, we had, um, quite the saga of dry erase markers. So if you think a Sharpie (laughs) is impossible to get out of a shirt, try dry erase markers. They are the worst. They are so bad. We had a dry erase board for a while, and I was like, enough. I can't handle it anymore because somebody would get it. You found a way to get them out, though? I did. I did. I I can't remember exactly what it is, but I believe it has something to do with rubbing alcohol. But it is a stinker to get out. It took like three days and three different treatments. So (laughs) don't buy dry erase markers. (laughs) Just save save yourself the (laughs) hassle.
1: OxiClean is also um, one of my top favorite laundry products because, um, yeah, it just works without without breaking down your clothes. Uh, I w- I've used different ones before that kind of make your clothes like the seams start coming apart. I yeah. mean, they really are breaking down your clothes. So, yeah, OxiClean is awesome. And we use all free and clear uh, for our detergent. Um, it's free of dyes and clear of scents. I'm pretty sensitive to smells, so I don't like laundry that smells like clean laundry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we like to use Grandma's Secret Stain Remover. We'll link all this stuff in the show notes. And um, on a especially tricky spot, it's pretty good at getting stuff out. And then the last um, recommendation I have goes back to taking care of your machine. And so you can buy those afresh washing machine cleaners. And every once in a while, um, you run one of these through and it helps actually clean some of all the stuff your washing machine has been cleaning off of your clothes it helps kind of clean your washing machine so we run one of those through every once in a while just run it through on it on its own just an empty load yeah yeah I think you can actually do it with with clothes in there but I always just run it empty because I figure there's a lot of junk in there yeah smart Okay, that's it for today's episode on laundry. Head to the show notes at outnumberedthepodcast.castos.com to get direct links to all those things that we recommend and that Calvin and Hobbes comic. (laughs) That's
0: right. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.
1: Thanks so much for listening to Outnumbered, the podcast. You can contact us at outnumberedthepodcast at gmail.com and find us on Instagram at
0: outnumberedthepodcast. We're so grateful for our listeners and would love it if you take the time to leave us an honest review on iTunes, Stitcher, or any other podcast platform. And don't forget to share the podcast with your mom friends. Can't wait to talk next time. Bye. Cool. All right. Well, we're going to move on to the last little bit of laundry. Shoot, that doesn't make any sense. Hold on.